This is episode number 28, and today I will dive into what you should do if you don't like the worship songs at your church. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. Welcome to another Sunday edition of the Practical Christian Podcast, where we get you ready for your Sunday worship experience. Now, a tale as old as time, going back as far back as any of us can ever remember, there has been this epic clash of the titans, traditional versus contemporary. Do you do hymns, psalms, spiritual songs written more than 200 years ago? Or do you go with the new Matthew West single? What is the best way to help your congregation connect in worship with God? And chances are, if this is not something that you experience on a personal level every Sunday, there are people in your congregation that are not fans of the worship set. I'm just throwing it out there. If you have a contemporary worship style, there are people in your church that want traditional, that want only a cappella. that if it wasn't written in the last 300 years, then it's not, it's not worthy of being submitted for, uh, you know, to be sung on Sunday. And then the opposite true, that there are people that think that a cappella is old school, old fashioned, and they can't connect with it, but they really do connect with the latest Hillsong song. So what are you supposed to do with that? Because it's, this isn't uh, something that is taken lightly. You know, if you're going to church and you want to connect with God, then you do want the worship to connect with you, right? Is, is that, is that the, the question or the problem we should be answering? Actually, the answer is no, and, and here's why. Uh, I want to attack this kind of from a, a, a really biblically grounded and uh, God perspective and then talk about something really practical you can do if you're not connecting with the worship in Sunday, okay? So before we even talk about contemporary versus traditional and what you should do if you don't like the worship songs that your worship leader chooses, chooses on a, uh, a regular basis, it's important to remember something, and that is that worship is not about you. It really isn't. Church is not like going to a theme park or a golden corral where you can do whatever you want, whatever suits your fancy, and you can just choose to do the things that you like to do and ignore the things you don't. That's not what worship is. And Psalm 29 gives us a really great thought that I want to use as an anchor for this discussion. And in Psalm 29, verse 2, it says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And so what this is talking about is that we must worship God, that he it is due him that we are supposed to worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And as I think about this psalm, I also think about uh, instances of the Bible where people have been in contact with God in his throne room. I think about the call of Isaiah and the incredible picture that we get in Isaiah chapter 6 about how incredible God is and how, how worthy he is to be praised. And that is a totally different mindset to go into church trying to worship God in his holiness, 
trying to worship God for who he is and who and what he deserves instead of doing a Christian sing-along to the song that we prefer. You, you see the difference here? One of them is God-centered. It's how can I uh, give God the glory he deserves by singing praises to him versus I want the worship leader to sing the songs that I like listening to on the radio or that I grew up with, that I'm used to, or that I naturally connect with. One of those is God-centered, and one of those is self-centered. And I'll let you work out which one is correct, that we should be coming to church on Sunday, not focused on what we can get, but on how we can give, how we can give gratitude and appreciation and a praise to God in worship, and also how we can serve and meet the needs of the people around us, all right? Uh, And I want to make another really quick point before we jump into our tip about what to do if you really are struggling with connecting in the worship service, and that is it's really important to separate uh, doctrine from preference. So I've seen uh, church denominational groups come out with strong stances for or typically against musical instruments in worship, you know, and one of those groups uh, I have a heritage with, I I grew up in uh, a a related group, and I understand where they're coming from. You know, the stance is that musical instruments are not specifically enumerated in the New Testament, and so uh, we're not going to use them, but they are used in the Old Testament, and they're used in temple worship, so... What do you do with that? Do you just dismiss that and say, well, because they're not in the New Testament specifically, then it's actually against God's will, or it's displeasing to God to use musical instruments. But if you really look at the Bible as a whole, exegetically, you don't come to that conclusion, right? So so the doctrine that musical instruments have no place in church doesn't actually have a lot of ground underneath it. And so really what it is, it's a preference. It's you typically grew up worshiping God or singing certain kinds of songs in church. And so when you hear those songs, it puts you in a certain state of mind and you just are able to connect easily. All right. Does that make sense? So separate doctrine from preference. It's okay to have different preferences. What's not okay is to take that preference and say, anyone who disagrees with my preference is doing something that God is against. All right. That's not necessarily the case. And you want to make sure you have a solid biblical foundation before you try and make that case for someone else. And when you enter church on Sunday with this heart that eagerly desires to give God the glory he is due, suddenly the song choice of the worship leader is not what you remember most. It's not what you're focused on, that you're focused on giving to God, right? So that's that's what we want. We want to go to church and be focused on giving to God. And if you really do struggle with connecting with the worship, something you can do is sing the worship song that you prefer on the way home from church. So if you go to a church that does traditional music, listen to the latest Hillsong soundtrack on your way home and use that as an opportunity to worship God with in a way that connects with you. And if you go to a church that does contemporary worship and you connect with a cappella, then get download some a cappella music and listen to and sing along with that on your way home from church as well. That church is not the only opportunity we have to sing worshipful songs in glory to God. 
Be creative with how you incorporate that in your life so that way you can still maintain your connection with the body of believers you're committed to without feeling bitter or disgruntled about creative choices they make, but still connect with God. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think and have a chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week on Fan Friday. And head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear about in future episodes. There is a link in the show notes for you. Just click on over and I'll see you there. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.